That's why I'm gonna ask you to be on my podcast. Be on my podcast. All right. You're listening to it. It's been a while podcast. Uh, my name is Xavier. And uh, I'm the sidekick, David. Yeah, and we are joined uh, by a very special guest, Matt Farley of uh, Modern Media. Is that correct? I call it Motern Media. But oh, Motern. It's just a, it's just a made-up word, so you, you can pronounce it any way you want. <laughs> right. Word. Now, I got to say, you've played in our um, household quite a bit. There's five dudes that live here. Um, we all have names. You got a lot of songs about As names. most people do. Yeah. So, yeah, there's been many a times where all of a sudden you've popped up and uh just recently we, i wanted to chat with you for a little bit and uh just recently we live in champagne we found your champagne illinois song and nice. um now i just hear it randomly i'll hear someone <laughs> singing it from the floor above uh so <laughs> that is uh was the nail in the coffin i said all right i gotta get in contact with it <laughs> yeah it's kind of a house anthem now yeah champagne Nice. Did I um, get some good facts in, in, in those lyrics or what? Yeah, it's uh, hanging out on Neal Street. That's a good one. Yeah, that we're very a... close to Neal Street. So. <laughs> nice. Well, well yeah, what I do was... is I just, I just bring up the Wikipedia page for whatever city I'm singing about. And I literally, as I, I'm, I don't write the lyrics out, I'm just literally reading the entry. So it must have mentioned Neal Street somewhere on Wikipedia. <laughs> The uh, you I I checked out your podcast and you mentioned uh, Sufjan Stevens was trying to do the album for every state. Yeah. We literally yeah. said that same exact thing when we found your state <laughs> al- albums. We're like, I know. Did. And meanwhile, like he's a everyone loves him. Everyone yeah. hates me. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, because you you actually did it, and uh, I, I I thought that was hilarious that you had literally said the same exact thing we. <laughs> said about a week ago yeah. <laughs> and then also i want to say uh i on a, i think that same episode it was a day after i got in contact with you there was a soundbite of you saying it's been a while real loud and proud so usually we ask our guests to like say that but i already had that i got it loaded up in the soundboard already well, it's been a while so i don't know if you can hear that but uh <laughs> cool well um yeah uh well, I'm doing, like I said in the podcast, I'm doing 50 songs a week, and um, it doesn't leave a lot of time for for other stuff. Right. As you can imagine. Yeah. How how long is that uh, project going for? How long has it been going for? <laughs> so this specific thing, I'm calling it the road to 24,000. I was at 21,000 songs, and um, and rather than rest on my laurels, I said, I need to kick it into a higher gear. And just go straight to twenty four thousand nonstop. So it's going to be until late January of next year. If I do fifty songs a week, I'll hit twenty four thousand yeah. by like you know like January twenty eighth of twenty twenty two. So it's, and then you know um, it's a bad idea. But the one thing <laughs> I do is I announce my ideas so that um, if I start to backtrack, then I, I feel, I feel even more guilty because I know people are expecting me to do something, you know? 
Right. Yeah, vague goals get vague results, so just speaking Shh. into existence. Not nah. <laughs> that's more than sidekick talk right there. That's <laughs> first chair talk. Man. So are you going for some sort of record? Do you know the record of like most songs by one individual? I don't know. I'm not specifically going for it. I'm just uh I just love doing this and it's it's my full time job and I'd like to keep it that way. So a good way to do that is just to keep uh, producing. But I don't know, like, like when I when I do like the where I sing a different person's name over the same music. Um, I mean, is, does that count as an as another song? You know, so um, I'm sure if someone is really like uh, breaking it down, they might poke holes in my claims. But but I don't, you know, who cares what they say? I'm just having a good time. Right. Yeah. No, it definitely. Uh... Definitely seems like you are having a good time. Yeah, it's like, how many championships does Ric Flair have? Well, if you go by the official ones, 17. But he dropped it and picked it up a few more times, so. Ah, that's a great point. So the uh, that's over 70 aliases, right? Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, do you have a favorite, favorite alter like ego the, there? Yeah, I like the very nice, interesting singer man. <laughs> and um, I like him specifically because... This, I mean, it's funny that there's like a thousand songs by this guy and that most of them are just like, uh, like the transportation album. There's a song called like Street, you know, and it sings about <laughs> streets. And then there's a song about like highways and there's a song about highways and just every specific thing you could think of in, for transportation. So, I mean, that's funny. And there's 90 songs on the album, you know, just any album with 90 songs is funny to me. I think. <laughs> um but then if you really pay attention to like if you look at like how his career progresses he slowly loses his mind um album by album until common phrases comes out in 2015 and in common phrases like it's supposed to just be fun songs about common phrases but he's singing about like how he's having an existential crisis you know <laughs> and then the next album is called um keep being awesome and he, he's not even doing novelty songs anymore he's just singing about his personal struggles and i just think it's so funny like that a novel you know this character who sings novelty songs really is like a a broken individual who's like <laughs> trying to express himself through music i didn't realize that one went that deep i'm gonna have to <laughs> look farther oh, it, keep, it keeps going it keeps going then after <laughs> keep being awesome comes out um the character of Matt Farley, like the, the owner of Moturn Media, I got mad and I was like, I want you to make novelty songs, enough of this bearing your soul. And so I performed a lobotomy on him to fix him. And then he comes out with um, sports and games uh, the next year and he's got like a bandage around his head and he's back to singing novelty songs. But like he's still a little crazy because like every third or fourth song, he's like, my boss gave me a lobotomy. You know, and it, <laughs> It doesn't fit. It's like a song about football. And like, why is he singing about his brain uh, problems? And then after that one, he comes out with Roy and Kathy, which is another personal album about how he met a girl and fell in love with her for two days before she left him. And I'll stop, I promise. But Kathy, <laughs> it turns out, turns out Kathy is the girl who used to date the guy who sings songs about cities and towns. Oh shit! And yeah, if you find his album called um, "I've Never Left My Hometown," you can you'll discover that um, 
Kathy and 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 that guy were in love until she she left the hometown and met met the very nice interesting singer man. So is there there's is there other arcs between these characters? I didn't even realize that there was yeah weaving realities between them. <laughs> yeah, the singing the singing animal lover was upset because he wanted to do the the animal poop songs album, but <laughs> yeah, um, I gave it to the odd man who sings about poop puke and pee. And so the singing animal lover left Motown Media and started his own record company. And he put out a whole album in which he criticizes Matt Farley through the, through the whole album. And um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's completely insane, but uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I this makes me look at them all in a new light that they all know each other potentially and uh, <laughs> are existing uh, among each other. Right. And I think that's kind yeah. of a cool thing about listening to them is, you know, you can do where kind of like what we do, where we just play the name song of whoever's in the room, or so you know you play the Xavier Poop song once he walks downstairs. <laughs> that way you put the attention yeah. on him and he doesn't like it. It's a fun prank, but also it's a catchy song. <laughs> uh, but or you could sit and watch him in album order and really get these stories, and I think that's really cool because I mean that's like what a lot of TV and stuff is going for these days. Something you can sit down and you know get the overarching story and get all this, or you can throw on an episode or throw on a song and just enjoy it and forget about what else is going on. And if you actually yeah, absolutely, yeah. You don't need to know the the over overarching story to um to appreciate a song about um about uh, shoes, you know. Right. For instance. <laughs> and uh, I like how in the specific uh, lore of that, you can start at the beginning and it be a parody song, and then start hearing things about a lobotomy from a boss in the song, and be like, "Wait, why is this?" Uh... <laughs> It makes sense. If you can devote the hours to all 1,000 songs by the very nice, interesting singer, man, it's all, it all <laughs> comes together. <laughs> so what sparked specifically like this? Like, not necessarily, you know, your origin of music. I like to hear that too. But the, this project specifically. <laughs> all the songs, you mean? Yeah, just like the um, yeah. seeing, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like how many songs could be put out. <laughs> So I was in a, in a band, or just a duo called Moe's Haven. And it was just me and, and my friend Tom Scalzo from, uh, we went to college together. And by senior year in college, um, like our senior year, we, we made four albums and each album was 90 minutes long. And it was, it, it was so much fun and we just loved it. And we, and we came to the realization that the best way to be for us, at least, the best way to be creative is just to keep on writing and to never question any thought that goes through our brain. Like any idea that comes out, we're writing the song. And it worked in that we wrote lots of funny, weird songs, also a bunch of like pretty good, straightforward songs. And um, after, so we graduated in 2000. And after that, you know, we both had day jobs, but. Um, we lived close enough that we could get together every few weekends and um, and just keep doing it, you know? And then we were able to release albums. Uh, like in 04, you could start putting, like indie artists could just put their music on iTunes. And uh, we did that and, um, and nobody was buying it. I mean, absolutely nobody. Um, and then, and, and the band started, we started, when he moved to, to New York, you know, a few, few years later and the band kind of wind, started to wind down but I, I I was looking and I was like hey we made 65 cents this month this is crazy wow 
you yeah. know, and then like, oh, we made two dollars this month. And I, I'd look and it it wouldn't be the beautiful, heartfelt love songs. It would be uh, a song called Shut Up Your Monkey, which is about a loud <laughs> monkey, you know, or uh, I love Hugh Grant, which is right. just a song about how much we love Hugh Grant. And a little light bulb went off my head and I was like, oh, people on iTunes are just typing in weird words and seeing what comes <laughs> up. And and it like maybe I could write a song that earns me two or three dollars a year. I know how to do that. Like I already knew how to do it because Tom and I had written thousands of songs already. So I was like, I'm, I know how to do that. Like, I'll just, I'll just do it for the next, uh, next 13 years. And, but you know, and then, and then it'll all come together when I get to be a guest on it's been a while. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So you are making enough because I didn't know if you were making it from like Spotify or what, but like because like on youtube it seems like it's like auto generated from spotify potentially um but you yeah, said it's, well, your... it's through it's through cd baby cd baby is a, a company that you can release your indie music through that's that's what i use you, oh okay you, you just pay a fee per album and they then they they'll send it to spotify apple amazon nice, uh, okay. youtube even tiktok okay but yeah, I'm I was just impressed. TikTok, yeah, TikTok. It's crazy that people like, and your songs kind of like work for that. People write songs with TikTok in mind now for it to be yeah. like this chunk is gonna get yeah like used. Um, so yeah, that definitely works right. with with your uh, your content a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> ideal. Oh, you, you, listen to this though, TikTok. They only pay you per video, not per view. So oh. I've had videos, like people have made videos that have been viewed millions of times. Yeah. And I get paid the same for that as I do for a video that got viewed 10 times. Is that crazy? Wow. That is a, and it's, that's wild. So it's ideal like for you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's not perfect though, because if it goes viral, then you're not profiting really the way you should. Yeah. The- no, but um, uh, also... Any song that gets big on TikTok, you see it ends up getting big, bigger for me on Spotify and all the other things. So ultimately, it's worth it, you know. Um, right. Just it's it's basically a free advertisement. Uh, I I will I'd accept a little more, but um, but <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Right. But yeah, that um, I'm just impressed that it is actually like making you money. That's awesome. That was one of my questions on whether uh, it worked out. That is that is the dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, four years. It's been four years now. A little more than four years that I've been just living off music, and um, it's beautiful. Awesome. And then, so those most of those projects, it seems like are solo right but it seems like you're at least you have at least some sort of like music crew or a few bands you run with right yeah yeah all the songs that make money are, are me by myself and then all the song and then all the songs that like i'm most proud of you know are, are songs that i do with that guy tom i mentioned and then um two other guys i went to high school with um pete and frog are there or what i call them at least and um one thing we do is it's kind of dumb. We change our names all the time. So like <laughs> we call ourselves Mose Haven is the original one. Then projection from the side is another one. The big heist, the Finkel stinks, Brennan McFarley. Anyway, those five bands are basically all the same band. And, um, 
and we're like we're good i'm telling you we're actually good and um and no one listens and then i write like the bobby <laughs> poop song and it, it makes it makes me like uh 500 dollars <laughs> so, oh sorry you go. i was gonna say yeah like i've heard yeah songs of yours that are yeah very serious beyond uh yeah bobby poop um, yeah so yeah you definitely have range to you there's comedy with it and then there's also <laughs> real music yeah, going just, into it. yeah just just yeah i mean even when i'm being serious i you know i slip in a few jokes but it's clearly not um it's clearly not bobby poop you know yeah. and, um, um so it would be nice to be respected uh, as a um songwriter but in the meantime bobby hey poop. it's better than working <laughs> So what's the inspiration behind changing the name all the time? Because we actually had another guest on, Shoe Nice, and one of the biggest pieces of advice he gave us is never change your name. Never change your name. Make sure people can find you. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad idea on my part. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean I, – I just wanted to keep it like set. Like I was doing a lot of sports songs too early on, where I'd do like songs about athletes in a certain city, and I thought if people were like, "Wait, the the guy just was saying the Yankees are good, and now he's saying the Yankees are bad," you know, it's <laughs> like uh, so. I was, just, and, and then it's also just funny when you when you're on Spotify and you click like related artists, and it's all my face, you know. Like yeah. I, I like to imagine that moment when someone is like, Oh my God, it's all the same guys. So in the long run, it's a good move for me because I've created this gigantic world. But if you're not releasing 21,000 songs, I agree. You just keep, just have one act. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to ask too much about money, but the royalty checks, do you get separate royalty checks for each identity <laughs> or do they, does it all go to one umbrella? Yeah. Do you have the most fun taxes in the world? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it all goes, it all goes to CD baby. And then they, they just send it on to me. So Very um, cool. it, it's, it's pretty clean and easy. Okay. Nice. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. That is, um, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> but I also found on your website, um, which I'll put all your links like in the description of this, uh, there's a search engine specifically for your songs. That blew me away that there's actual <laughs> Yeah. Spot but I didn't just... even do it. That yeah, it was a uh, a guy named Mike from um from Florida and he he's he's a computer programmer and he discovered my stuff and he and he, he spends a lot of time just at the computer. And so he decided, um, I'll just listen to Matt Farley songs whenever I'm working. And, and, and he's like keeping track. Anytime he notices like a slight difference in one song, he'll like take notes. So he's got, he's got all these notes on very, like, he'll tell me when he can hear the, the chair squeaking in, in songs. He's like, you need to get a, a, a quieter chair because I'm hearing it all the time, you know? But yeah, he made that uh, search thing and, and I use it. I use that too a lot because I can't keep track either. <laughs> yeah, make sure you didn't already do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck, it was nasty. Um, so what's the process for, uh, you know, adding names? So if there's like a name and someone's like, fuck, you know, my name's not, Matt didn't make a song for my name. Is there a way people should contact yeah. you or are you just kind of getting to them as you can get to them? Yeah, well, uh, I, I'm pretty much done 
the guy who sings your name over and over again. I'm, that guy's retired. Yeah, sure. But the name name poop songs are still going strong. And yeah. um, and as people sent people through Twitter or or email or or my phone number, which I I freely give out. Um, people give me names. So I have hundreds of more names to get through. Do you have any that you were, want me to add to the list? Well, we have a roommate, Bryson, and there wasn't a name song for him. So that was just the one that came to mind. That's, yeah, that's one of the only B-R-Y- ones I've found. B-R-Y-C-E-S-T-O-N. Yeah, that's, that's the Bryston. only... Bryston. Yeah, that's the only name that we haven't yeah. been able to find, which, granted, is not a common name, but... Uh, no, no. Yeah, well, it's on know. the list now. I just put it on, <laughs> and um, probably before the end of this year, since I'm doing 50 a week, I'll probably get to. Bryston is on the le- the list right under Calico. Ooh, nice. yeah, no rush. That is uh, that's yeah. awesome. But we'll keep an eye out for it for <laughs> sure. So when do you like tie a bow on them? I guess when is it time for them to retire? Is it just um, like with the winds of change? Yeah. Well. Um, there's rules. Um, Spotify keeps coming up. Well, not Spotify, but all the um, music sites. I think they have meetings about me, and they're like, "How can we stop? How can we stop this guy?" <laughs> so, so they. Um, some of them have a rule. It's called flooding. So where, like, if you use the same um, music track over and over again, that they don't like that. And so I've I've stopped doing I've stopped doing that. Um, so that's specifically why the 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 man whatever the guy who sings your name over and over is retired because I think if I tried to put out a hundred songs on an album and it was all you know Johnny 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 they'd say all right you're done and, um, <laughs> man so the man who sings your name over and over has been blackballed <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure but I don't like I I like these streaming sites and I understand I get it like I. They they don't want their 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 site just to be just full of you know <laughs> garbage misleading garbage stuff. So I want to I want to respect their wishes. Um, another rule they came up with is you can't have the name of a famous singer in your song title, oh. which is something that I I used to do a lot. I was like, wait, people type in Taylor Swift. Like, There's <laughs> a song about Taylor Swift. <laughs> so. But luckily, they've left all all the old ones up. So and and when they made the rule, I had already written about every major uh, recording artist of the past hundred years. So I'm in yeah. I'm in good shape there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's paparazzi, right? Well, no. Well, paparazzi does just regular famous people, which is still okay as long okay. as they're not also recording artists. The passionate and objective Joker fan is the guy who used to sing about singers, but he's Okay. He's been retired since uh, 2015, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, the uh, you've mentioned the phone number in the song. I actually found the, uh, the paparazzi and the photog self-titled song uh, last night, and I gotta say, I was like crying, laughing when you got to that point, and just <laughs> it was like, people don't believe it's my real number. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, has great. that six zero three six four four zero zero four eight. So has that brought any sort of um, – I'm sure there has to be at least one time where you regretted that or no. Has it been yeah. – <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty easygoing. I mean uh, when, when someone just keeps calling over and over again, you can just lock it on your phone and then they don't bother you anymore. Um, 
And uh, yeah, the thing like people, uh, this is not a challenge to anyone. But, like, <laughs> generally, like I don't think I give them the reaction that makes them want to keep calling because I'm just okay. like, hey, hello, how are you? Hi, you know. And then oftentimes the call will start where they're like they're pretending to be someone else or something, and and then by the end of it they're just being themselves and we're having a normal talk. You know, this is when it's like like twelve year old kids. There's, you know, I have several people that I consider friends at this point that I, I text with regularly just <laughs> that started just in this way. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Because there was, um, uh, what was it, a little bit over a year ago, there was like the Jeremy Renner and a lot of other celebrities where they would be like, yeah, it's our real number. And it was like this kind of like money scamming thing but you have put out the number and have went above and beyond the <laughs> i hate it why do they do that they're like text me and then you know and then it, it this autom automatic response comes back and it's like come on like you're just a movie star you're not important you know quit acting <laughs> like you're important you know seriously if jerry jeremy Renner gave out his number he would have more you know He'd get ten calls a day, and no one else would would care. It wouldn't be a big deal. So <laughs> right. I think like a lot of of like Hollywood and and music industry is just trying to trick us into thinking these people are are important and, and too busy for us. I'm here to say I've I've written twenty one thousand songs, and I'm readily available to talk <laughs> to anybody anytime. Yeah, I went, I heard it in the song, and then I stumbled across your Twitter, and I was like, oh, there, yep, there it is on the Twitter also. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's it's my phone. It's not like a, an extra phone. It's the only phone I have. <laughs> that is that is really funny. Yeah, because even when Soldier Boy did it on Kiss Me Through the Phone, the phone number was just like a fan line. <laughs> yeah, it's all, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of all these, uh, all these tricks, you know, the truth in entertainment is one of my mottos. Right, right on. That's awesome. That is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I might outro this uh, episode with that song specifically, because that one I think might be my favorite. And I got to intro with the, will you be at my podcast? Obviously. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Do you think you'll ever like run out of ideas or like do you think there'll ever be a, t a number where you're like all right and they all kind of collectively hang their belts or is it you know <laughs> till the deathbed <laughs> I yeah i don't know i mean um there's a lot of cities and towns out there you know so yeah. i i um for instance you know i'm writing i'm gonna write another what uh 20 almost 2300 songs in the next year and um I don't think I'll have any trouble just between name poop songs and city songs. That's fine. <laughs> and then um, there's plenty of other food that I haven't haven't sung about. Um, so yeah, I I think I'm good. I'm good for a while. But um, you know, if I'll be honest, if I was making like millions of dollars, I'd probably slow down a little bit and relax. Maybe just do the songs that um, that I'm a little bit you know more proud of. Yeah, but uh, I'm definitely not there. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you said you got 50 songs this week. Can you tell us what 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 uh, what ballpark you're in this week? <laughs> name poop. Yeah, I All just. Name poops. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I do? Uh, Kamaya. K apostrophe M Y A. The Kamaya poop song is what I'm recording next. 
Okay, so it's going far off of Bob and, and Dave's at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just people just keep sending me names. For all I know, they're not even names. It's just someone's messing with me. You know, they just keep <laughs> on sending me random, random collection of letters. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, Let's Amanda hugging kiss. <laughs> but yeah. also, um, one of those, one of those real bands my buddy pete and i um we call ourselves the finkelstinks and um we uh we just finished a great album it's called sweetheart deal for just 14 songs and we spent more than two minutes on each of them way more <laughs> than two minutes on each of them like there's ly lyrics that rhyme and there's multiple instruments and um solos and we are pumped it should be out in, in about I don't know, 10, 10 days or so. And, uh, it's going to be so sad when no one listens to it. <laughs> well, I'll put in the description, hopefully we get 10 people, 10 people listen to it at least. <laughs> we have 15, 15 monthly listeners right now on Spotify. That is humiliating. 15 <laughs> for the Finkelstinks. Meanwhile, the toilet bowl cleaners have 120,000. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That really is a... Uh must be strange seeing those numbers that <laughs> but yeah yeah hey you know what are you gonna do i mean i like the toilet bowl cleaners too though like i'm i'm proud of, i think the trick for me is um it's uh, it's harder than you think to write a good fun catchy poop song and um i luckily have that skill because most people are like oh i could do that and it's like no i i don't think you could i i really don't think you could um and also maybe like my talent level is at such a, a point where most people with my talent would not um, demean themselves so much as to sing about poop. But I'm like, yeah, I'll, fine by me. I'll, I'll, I'll waste my talent. Sure. 50 poops a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's a quote that's always stuck with me, too. Uh, it was Vince Gilligan talking about casting Brian Cranston on Breaking Bad. And he says, like, if you can do comedy, you can do drama, but it doesn't always necessarily go the other way yeah yeah and and yet like there's so like people just will um just totally forget about you if you do comedy like they 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 pigeonhole you in, in a weird way so it's like well you can't you can't possibly do serious work because you're you're silly it's like you know people have a range of emotions but i'm just, i'm just lying life is great i'm, I'm a full-time songwriter and um Alas, people don't respect my serious work. Big deal. <laughs> it's thrown on the same playlist with Bobby Poop. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is uh, it's it's a, it's just a wild endeavor. It's very impressive. Um, and I am in uh, not not exactly the same situation, but I have an account on Instagram called Stuff and Toilets, and it started mm. out as just like. Oh, haha! I have like four or five pictures of something in a toilet, but now I'm like 2,500 in of different things in toilets, and I kind of remember what they are. And it's I've always described it as uh, Sisyphus being bound to hell, like pushing the rock up, and then and I feel it, it's similar to that. Is like you can't stop now because it, you would let yourself down. You let at least some people down. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And it just, it, it is, it's a great reminder that everything is, is just silly. And um, like, 
might as well give ourselves something to do. Like the time you're spending getting these pictures uh, is time that you would have spent watching TV, you know, and what's yeah. a better way to spend your time? Right. Yeah, it's not a complete. How's that uh, doing? Do you have a? Are you building a following? It's got over a thousand followers, so it's it's. Oh yeah. It's like five five years or so. It's um, but yeah, I I, I could never give it up. Um, and I don't think I could ever no. trust it in anyone else's hands. So uh, he's also in a bunch of toilet group baby? chats, which worries me. There's a lot of toilet group chats on Instagram <laughs> for some reason. There's a lot of people that just post <laughs> normal toilets that don't have anything funny in them. Um. And I wonder if I'm better or worse. Uh, <laughs> You're better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some, there was one uh, line in that paparazzi song that you cannot write stuff like this. You gotta just record it. So like, you said like you just pull up the Wikipedia pages for like you know top ninety towns in Illinois and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So you do you ever make a list or is it really just like go go go? I mean, it seems like you're collecting at least somewhat of a list for the the poop songs now. Um, but when it's like items, is it like did you just do like streets, uh, you know, like railroads, um, highways? I'll go on Google uh, and like you know just search like transportation like modes of transportation or something, you know, or or oftentimes I'll just brainstorm with my wife, you know, while we're watching TV. I'm like, I'm doing an album on clothing. And she's, she'll be like, blouse. Good. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. You know? So um, it depends on the thing. But in, in terms of writing down the lyrics ahead of time, I think you can usually tell. Like the, the toilet bowl cleaners, I'm usually, like a song like Pooping My Fingernails, you know, I wrote that down like poetry before I, uh, <laughs> before I sang it. Um, but heart. you know, the Gerald poop song though is, um, it hasn't been written yet, but when it is, I'm not writing that down ahead of time. <laughs> right. That's off the, <laughs> off the cuff. Did you grow up playing music or is it, uh, when, um, when did you realize that you needed to make, uh, you know, yeah. this impact um, on the world? Yeah, my parents, uh, I, I started when I was in third grade, I was just like fooling around with a little toy keyboard and, and having fun with it. So my parents got me piano lessons. I did it for five years uh, for Mrs. Fabrizio. She was real nice, except she would just smoke through the whole um, <laughs> lesson. It was, it was the 19, late 80s, early 90s. No one song. thought anything of it. <laughs> She's blowing smoke in my face the, the whole time. <laughs> this was normal. But anyway, um, I, um, and then after that, uh, I kept, I kept playing. I, I just really, I like, um, any creative endeavor. So, uh, I liked recording music and then also, uh, making movies too with, with a, a camcorder and my friends, which I still do that too. Have you guys found any of my movies? Yes. I saw you had like five whole ass movies on YouTube and I definitely, yeah. what's your, what's your recommendation if you had to toot your own horn, which, what's your where should we start? Uh, I would say if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Don't Let the River Beast Get You. And I think you'll enjoy that. It's free to stream if you have the Prime. And um, I, uh, it's kind of the same vibe as the music in that the music's kind of homemade, you know? And um, like all the actors in the movie are, are just my friends and family. And, and none of us know how to act. <laughs> So we write really complicated dialogue and just watch people um, struggle to deliver it, and it's delightful. Flail in the water in the river. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, there's a good monster suit too. Yeah, you're, you're gonna love it. Yeah, 
Because, yeah, I did see that there was a couple of those, and I was like, oh, shit, all right, we got multifaceted over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, so your podcast, that's, it seems like you kind of going through where you're at in your project, making some music with some buddies. Yeah, just... yeah, like, I, I started it um, just to give my wife a break, because I would just talk at her about all the ideas I had, and, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's interesting, yeah, <laughs> mm, okay. And then I was like, I gotta, like, I gotta let it out, but I also need to to shield her from, from the monotony. So I started a podcast where I just will be like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. Just ranting about my ideas. And, um, you know, I get like a hundred, I've been steady at about 120 to 150 downloads per episode. It doesn't grow. Like it's, it's been there for like five years, Damn. but, um, you know, there's a very small community uh, around the podcast, and it's cool. And, and a lot of them have been inspired to make music themselves. And when they do, I'll have them on the show, and we'll talk about their albums, and that's cool. Um, wow. And it's just fun. I mean, you guys clearly uh, know about the joys of podcasting, huh? Yeah. The way I look at it is even if we don't ever make, like, real money off this, it's a fun time capsule of just, like, all these cool conversations with our friends and like about interesting stuff on the internet and talking to cool people we never would have met otherwise i think that's my favorite part of it like you get off an yeah. interview and you just have this adrenaline rush yes yeah my heart's beating through my like chest if right you now. said to me like like hey will you will you be just talk to me on zoom you know and it wasn't <laughs> on a podcast i'd be like leave me alone you know you say for a podcast i'm like yeah of course well, I guess yeah, with you, I'll I could probably just... talk to you on Zoom too. <laughs> I guess with you, I could just call you though. Also, with yours. <laughs> yeah, this is this is more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I also saw on your website the uh, you had a produce our next movie uh section, where yeah. I forgot the the number you were looking for, but it was I thought that was uh, substantial. As a, yeah, as a bold bold move, you know. But you know, who if that if that fish bites? <laughs> I think I think it's three hundred thousand. It's something around there. And um, I mean, in terms of like movie, I mean, a, a full a feature film, a ninety minute completely you know finished movie is going to cost you know millions. And here I am. I mean, I I do it for just a, a few thousand dollars. So whatever sucker um ends up uh, paying for this is is really <laughs> gonna be embarrassed but it's 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 like i uh, just imagine like a rich like guy from the mob like a rich mob guy who um and his fiance has always wanted to be in a movie and so like he's like honey i'm gonna put you in a movie you know and, and he pays us to to make a movie and have her be the star and um you know and then we end up getting in trouble with the mob or something. <laughs> She'll fall in love with me, and uh, it's going to be a mess. But um, Or a sultan. I don't know what a sultan is, but I imagine there's a sultan <laughs> sitting around somewhere with, with tons of gold and, and money, and they're like, let's produce a movie, you know? Like, yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. But in, until then, I'm just a sheik. Yeah, all the you know, sultans, <laughs> sheiks, lords, dukes. <laughs> All of them, they're just <laughs> bored, you know, and um, maybe they don't want to spend ten million to to have a a Hollywood movie made, but they just want their own movie. So we're I'm I'm there for them. But it could, I mean, 
I put it up there mostly as a joke. I just can imagine the headaches already. Like when people are like, you know, we'd really like you to do this. And I'd be like, I am a creative genius. <laughs> just give me the money and walk away. And that's it. Your name will say producer. So, um, so until then, I'm continuing to uh, just make my own movies. Um, Metal Detector Maniac is about 85% done. And then we have uh, several other scripts in the works. Uh, so look out, world. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I was going to say, I'm picturing like, um, yeah, like an Italian mob guy named Tony. And he's like, babe, it's the guy from the the, the, the Tony Poop song. Gabagool. the money. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fund the movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you don't ask for the money people don't know to give it to you so yeah <laughs> i think just yeah. putting things yeah. out there and manifesting things is really so powerful you're absolutely right uh, like what the movie like now i can buy a camera you know for just a couple thousand dollars and make like five movies with it and so like the cost of each movie gets smaller each time because i'm using the same camera with each movie you know what i mean kind of divide the cost of the camera by five movies and it's like all right yeah. i didn't waste that much money um back in the day though in 06 07 we made a movie called freaky farley and we shot it on super 16 millimeter film that's right folks 24 frames per second of actual film it cost 90 dollars for every three minutes 30 dollars per minute wow. is what they came to for the cost of the film plus developing and transferring so we would like and we used this old Russian camera, you know, that barely worked because it was it was real cheap. But we'd turn it on and then be like, ah, hurry, say your line quickly. And then like, <laughs> yeah. stop it. And, like if you made a mistake, we'd be like, that was <laughs> that was $24 right there. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's beautiful. You, Freaky Farley is another one of my movies, and um it looks like an 80s horror movie because we were using the same equipment they would have used. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check those two out. That is, uh, that's real dedication. To <laughs> every, every yeah. literally every second counts. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, we basically did no second takes. Like the actor would be like, "I think I could do it better." We're like, "No, no, 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 no. That was fine. Bucks. Don't worry about it. It's perfectly fine." Yeah, shooting digital really changes everything, and I mean, it kind of raises the standard. Well, of like where you need to be at for things to be acceptable because there's still like a kitsch like camp vibe of doing it with the old school stuff. But I mean, you can just really get exactly what you want and nail it down with digital. Yeah. Now one problem though with that is because it's free to do more takes, you just end up doing take after take mm -hmm. after take. And then suddenly the day is over and you did like a quarter of what you were hoping to do. And, and I've seen many people's projects just um, not get finished because of that, you know, because they just get swamped on getting like this one scene perfect. And so I, I bring that film attitude to the digital world where, yeah, we could do another take, but, you know, I don't, you know, we have, we have to be somewhere else in four hours to film another scene. So yeah, time management um, is so underrated. And, yeah yeah it, like it's 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 up you know you're considered like an uptight loser who only you know who's always checking the clock and trying to get things done but meanwhile like the cool guy who's getting getting it perfect never finishes it so who's really the cool guy eh? yeah eh? i think that I fear 
um, of kind of like being under the knife and like, be like, all right, here, uh, you got the one chance. Here's your, here's your, the fear stricken into you. <laughs> I think that can definitely add to the acting also. Yeah. 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 You're right. Like, like the fear is just emanating from the, the people. That's, that's fun to watch. Now, another thing I saw, it looked like you were on Jimmy Fallon, but this clip appears to be, I mean, I didn't look super hard, but it appears to be mysteriously unavailable. Did you do yeah. something? Uh, you do something bad? Did you say Jimmy Poop too no, many times? No, no. And... Was, you, you can find it on Vimeo. If you go to Vimeo okay. and type in uh, used to be a Pizza Hut, uh, Jimmy Fallon or whatever, you'll find it. Um, I, they, they had it up for a while after the show aired, but I, they don't keep everything up like that. Um, they just kind of let, let it up for a little while and take it down. Um, but yeah, I was, I, you know, I was in my basement recording a song. I get a phone call and, you know, I'm like, this doesn't sound like a prank. And it's a woman saying that she's a producer on the tonight show. I'll just go with it. You know, she yeah. says, we, we want you to do your pizza hut song. And I'm not joking when I say that I didn't remember having done a pizza hut song. <laughs> so I panicked. And I was like, Ugh, I'll just play along. <laughs> I'll just play along. <laughs> but um, she reminded me further, you know, in describing it. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I did do that. And um, yeah. yeah, a week later, I was in New York feeling like a big shot performing. The piano was beautiful. It was so nice. Like, obviously, they have, like, all the best equipment. The piano was, like, oh, beautiful. The Roots played my song as they're going off into commercial oh, and wow. they did a much better <laughs> job of it than I did. So it was, it, it was, it was great in every way. And like, I'm very cynical about like um, mainstream media and how like, like they never let just a normal person on TV. You have to like be signed by universal or something. But in this particular case, it was very just, you know, grassroots like literally jimmy heard the song on spotify this like accidentally he told me he just he just Damn. typed in pizza hut for a different reason found my song and just <laughs> said hey let's get this guy on the show and that's so like uh refreshing to know that it, it can be that casual and uh and cool. like i couldn't even believe they just let me in the building to tell you the truth yeah, yeah? i mean that just proves your idea works with the like if i write a song about pizza hut even if i forget it jimmy fallon might find jimmy it jimmy <laughs> fallon won't forget it it used to be a pizza hut it used to be a pizza hut it's not a pizza hut anymore but to me it still is used to be a pizza hut yeah <laughs> that's awesome that is <laughs> obviously efficient <laughs> but yeah i just couldn't find it i'm gonna i'm gonna pop that i'll, I'll find that after this um, and then also you have some merch, um, and you have the Illinois merch and we're definitely gonna have to get the Illinois super fun song. Yeah. Shirts. Uh, I yeah, I know normally, uh, yeah, I, I don't normally do, do those albums, but someone texted me and was like, I need an Illinois album shirt. <laughs> so I designed it and then like, I, I sent the link and then they were like, could you actually, uh, change it in a certain way? So I think there's multiple there's multiple choices, I'm pretty sure, for that shirt. Maybe yeah. I erase the other, but after a while, I was like, all right, enough already. Just either buy the shirt or don't. I'm not your, <laughs> uh, your servant. Yeah, you're you're very kind. You're very saintly with, 
with some of your uh you know fan service <laughs> well i do have a inside and a voice in the inside that occasionally is saying do you have any idea who i am how dare you talk to me that way i'm paparazzi barley yeah <laughs> But yeah, you're gonna be getting some Illinois shirt purchases. Um, we'll have to pick out from the selection of them. <laughs> Great, yeah. That I mean, I don't, you know, I think I've bought more of those shirts than anyone else has. But it's cool <laughs> to know they're up there. Same with our merch, unfortunately. Yeah, which uh, you can get down below. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. That's what people. Well, are the home. beauty of it is, at least um, with this print-on-demand, that's so much better. Like. You know, I've been doing this long enough that I've had boxes of unsold merchandise in my basement for, for years before I got rid of it. And mostly it was just giving it away. I mean, I used to um, I used to just leave CDs just on park benches and, and just random places for people just to find them, like hmm. good old guerrilla marketing techniques back in the day. Right. I uh, definitely would pick up a CD on a bench. Uh, I'd probably expect something. I feel like you have. Yeah, I, I feel like I would inherently expect something sinister, but then when you know Bobby Poop comes on, it'd be like, all right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, that's what I figured. It's just kind of like a cool thing, like, whoa, what is this? You know? <laughs> or I, no joke, I, I once, a few times, but I specifically one time, I would, I brought a CD into a a, a record store, a CD store. And I'd put it in with the used CDs, and I felt I felt like a criminal. And yet it was like the opposite of, of theft. I was giving them a product, but I was so frightened of being caught. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what they would have like. You're the guy with the Bobby Poop CDs. I know you. Your face is up in the back. <laughs> quit, quit, quit unloading your unsellable merchandise on our shelves, man. <laughs> can only imagine that uh yeah the employee meeting like <laughs> you see this man <laughs> uh i don't think so just you know i'm excited for future stuff coming out like super excited about the bryson poop song yeah i'll only i'll have one other request um you don't have to do it obviously but yeah we have a david and xavier song um but yeah, if you did some sort of "It's Been a While" song, we would be eternally <laughs> grateful um, and plaster your name everywhere that it plays. <laughs> the only thing I could do is, man, I could do "It's Been a While." Poop, poop, poop. How about that? Is that? Uh, cool? Hey, that works. <laughs> I just put it on the list. It's been a while. Poop, poop, right poop. On. That is, uh, that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance in eight months I'm gonna get to that point in the list and be like, "It's been a while." Poop? What? What does this mean? You know? <laughs> Completely forget about well, us. I'll just write a constipation song. Yeah, it's what I'll it's about. Go ahead and just record it. Also on the list is your. Someone asked me to do your mom, so that's on the list. Your mom. Yeah. But wow, thank you, um, thank you for coming on, Matt. That was uh, very insightful. You will be playing around this house forever, um, and uh, we appreciate your service to the internet. We will yeah. put all your links in the description below. People can check out all of your all of your media endeavors. <laughs> but yeah, man, all right. this is a well, lot yeah, of fun. This has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun, both of you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you were a blast. We'll we'll keep in touch. We'll uh we'll work we'll work together someday maybe. <laughs> Sounds good. 
All right. Have a great day. Take yeah, man. Easy, have man. a good one. Peace out. Paparazzi in the photogs is the name of my band. I am the only man in my band. The photogs are the name that I give to my piano keys. I don't know why, I don't know why. I just call them photogs. I love to play my photogs all of the time. I am a great songwriter. Don't you agree with me? I write songs about famous people because famous people are the greatest people in the world. When I started out writing songs about famous people, I put a lot of thought and time into them. Like on my first album, it was called Dreamgirls. It took me three whole days to write and record that whole album. And most of the songs had a rhyme scheme. And they were so beautiful and wonderful. But with each subsequent album, I have put less and less time into the albums. This album took me just a day and a half. And it has two twice as many songs as the first album did. How about that? I am paparazzi, I am a great songwriter I do not need to write my songs before I start recording them Because I make them up as I record them And they are so perfect just the way they are, they can't be better You cannot write stuff like this, you've got to just record it I am a paparazzi and I love to play my photogs People like to call me on the phone Cause I give out my number in my songs People always think that cannot be his real phone number. Who would give out his real phone number in a song like that? Papa Ratsy would. Yes, he would. My number is 603-644-0048. People call me on the phone and they cannot believe it that I actually answer it. I do not sell many songs. No, I don't. I wish that I sold a lot, a lot of more songs because then I would have a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also make movies. I am in a movie called Freaky Farley. You should watch that movie. You should buy it. Go to Amazon.com and buy my movie. I will get a percentage of the sales and I will have more money and I will be so happy. I want to be a celebrity. I want to be famous. Just like all the famous people that I write about in my songs. Wouldn't that be so great? Somebody someday would write a song about me. I would not have to write songs about myself. Somebody would do that for me. I want to have so much money that I have a servant who only ties my shoes. That would be his only job. I would pay him $100,000 per year just to be available to tie my shoe. Anytime I don't feel like tying my shoe, I don't always like to have to tie my shoe. I would pay $100,000 just to have a shoe tire. Paparazzi.